0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Argus Media, a leading independent provider of energy and commodity pricing information. The coronavirus has affected commodity markets across the globe, and bitumen is no exception. I'm Kay Van Hedvat, bitumen editor for European and African markets at Argus. And with me is Alfonso Berical, business development manager for Specialities Europe. Stay tuned as we discuss the coronavirus impact on European bitumen markets. As we entered 2020, we thought it was going to be largely about supply. How would the IMO 2020 sulfur cap on marine fuels impact oil markets, refinery operations, crude slates, and bitumen production and supply? What this year has turned out to be about is COVID-19 and the extent to which this pandemic is hitting, and in some cases crushing, demand and prices.
1: Hi, Kevin. And hello to everyone. Uh, this is Alfonso. Thank you for that uh, intro. Um, Kevin, due COVID lockdowns, we've seen a dramatic impact in the demand of crude and refined products in Europe, particularly in products like gasoline or, or jet. What would you say that it has been the impact on bitumen demand across Europe? And do we see differences in demand between different trading areas? For instance, Baltics, Northwest Europe, MED. And what about difference between different countries' domestic
0: demand? To put it simply, it's been a disaster, although not in all markets and not uniformly by any means. Let's take the cargo markets first, where the impact has been most pronounced, especially in the Mediterranean. We all know the disastrous COVID-19 impact on Italy and Spain, where, aside from the tragedy, Uh, the construction activity and demand has collapsed, generating more surpluses for export. But where are the buyers? As each lockdown is imposed, more markets are closed off. In Algeria, in Morocco, in Tunisia, and also in Nigeria. All key export markets for Mediterranean European cargoes. And those exporters, including in Greece, can't even rely on arbitrages anymore, especially the one to the westbound transatlantic routes to the U.S. and the Americas. Egypt has been an, uh, a notable, though unreliable, exception uh, to all this. Uh, and uh, it's generated uh, reasonable amounts of demand, although on an on-and-off basis, as the tenders have been issued and then, uh, then cancelled. The, its refinery in Alexandria has uh, been uh, restarted and then shut down again. Uh, But at least it's generated some demand in the Eastern Med, as has Romania, uh, where it's still receiving a number of cargoes into its Black Sea ports. In Romania, the construction is still continuing and bitumen flows are heading by ship and by truck. And this uh, also points to some of the picture, the relatively positive picture in some of inland Europe. Other markets like that are Hungary, Germany, the key market, the key Northwest European market, and the Netherlands and to a lesser extent, the UK, and also Scandinavian and Nordic markets. On the other hand, France, Ireland, and Belgium uh, have seen some of the most severe lockdown measures that have uh, halted construction over recent few weeks, although there are some positive signs in France and Belgium now. But even, uh, and, and also in Spain, uh, we've seen these severe lockdown restrictions, which are now slowly being eased. So maybe there's hope yet for bitumen that while markets like jets and gasoline remain in major lockdown, governments will seek to inject some life into construction and into their economies that could in turn boost bitumen demand. So let's see how this all works out. Much will depend on the infamous coronavirus curve and the success of efforts to overcome it.
1: Okay, Kevan, thank you. Do we see differences in demand between different trading areas, for instance, Baltics, Northwest Europe, or the Med? And what about difference between different countries'
0: domestic demand? Let's start again with the bad news. Let's look at the worst hit markets first. In Algeria, there is a, uh, there's been a north-south divide, where the northern half of the country has been in complete lockdown, with construction work stopped for several weeks now. And in the South, where projects have been going, because of the lockdown measures affecting movements of workers and materials, that has also begun to slow down there as well, quite markedly. Uh, And what that has resulted in is the Algerian state refiner Sonatrac, which is the the major importer of bitumen in the country into several terminals, has deferred uh, a number of cargoes uh, that it had... Actually agreed on a tender basis or on a contractual basis, including two cargos, uh, two April cargos that it was going to take from Mozarrel Hellas, and uh, and a cargo each from Sepsa and from the Augusta refinery in Sicily, which of course Onetrack owns now. In Morocco, where private importers run a string of terminals, uh, there has been little or no buying. Uh, buying they they are a very important part those Moroccan buyers uh, of the spot uh, spot market taking cargos both on contracts and on spot. This year, uh, they've actually not even agreed most of their contractual agreements, but now they're not even uh, involved in the spot market uh, as their storage tanks fill up and uh, construction companies don't uh, come to pick up uh, volumes because of lockdown measures that are affecting that sector no one wants to take a punt on uh, on bitumen uh, in the north african region most of it uh, apart from egypt and uh, and as, and of course as a result prices keep going down and uh, and buyers just don't don't come forward to respond to the falling prices this is the case across the board and uh, and as i mentioned before uh, egpc which has seen demand uh, popping up Including a six cargo requirement, which is currently being fulfilled, uh, itself uh, cancelled a 10 cargo import tender in April. Uh, and it has, has had a fairly erratic policy in terms of how it runs its refinery in Alexandria and how it issues uh, import requirements and takes delivery. So that has the, been the picture, the difficult picture for the Mediterranean. And it's not going to be made any easier by the fact that uh, the Muslim fasting month of Ramadan is going to start in a couple of days' time. By contrast, there has been relative resilience in some of the Northwest European markets, which coupled with the refinery run cuts, especially in Germany, continued refinery halts, most notably in France, and maintenance shutdowns, like uh, at the Litvinov refinery in the Czech Republic and at Rompetrol's, a ployester refinery in Romania, means supply and demand is showing a semblance of returning to a new equilibrium, of course, at much lower volumes. Uh, That has uh, seen most most domestic and inland export truck markets and prices stabilize. And in some cases, even begin to rise over the past week or so. And that has meant, of course, that bitumen values are at huge premiums, certainly on those inland truck markets, are at huge premiums crude and fuel oil prices, and once again showing that disconnect that bitumen has shown for years uh, from those markets. The UK and France have been, and most of all Ireland, all of them important cargo import markets for now remain in the doldrums, uh, and that leaves cargo supplies in Northwest Europe also struggling to find homes for some of their volumes, even if those inland markets are relatively good. We'll see now, of course, what happens in France and uh, as the lockdown measures were eased on construction, as was the case in Spain, and see how that does improve activity and requirements from May onwards. So that could be an important factor. So let me now just turn back to you, uh, Alfonso, and ask you, uh, how do you gauge the impact of the coronavirus related developments on bitumen prices and on its pricing, in particular on cargo markets? Something which was already in a state of flux, as the IMO 2020 sulphur cap was taking effect.
1: Uh, okay, let's uh, let's split the answer between uh, cargo and domestic markets. Um, since a cargo trading perspective, there are two building blocks when pricing bitumen in Europe. Uh, And both, they have uh, experienced downward pressure price-wise. The the main building block today is the uh, underlying value of high sulfur fuel oil, which it has been challenged since Q4 last year, as IMO 2020 implementation has increased the volatility of the HSFO and it has decreased dramatically its usage as banker in favor of very low sulfur fuel oil. This has raised concerns about the future liquidity of the HSFO swap, and those concerns are still in the back of the head of the market, although the reality is that the demand of HSFO for uh, cockers, particularly in the U.S., as well as cargos flowing into the AG for power generation and an underlying lack of heavy sour crudes are supporting the HSFO crack and its trade. So market still is using it with consequence that as the value of the crude has sunk from $60 a barrel to nearly $20, it has tried with it the flat price of the HSFO and therefore the flat price of the bitumen. The second component in this is the supply demand of bitumen itself. As many European and Northern African countries have entered into periods of lockdown, the demand for bitumen has vanished, particularly in the Met, putting further pressure on the flat price of the bitumen. For instance, if we look uh, at a comparison between the price between the 10th of January and the 10th of April, we can see that on the 10th of January, Argus High Fob Met values were at $320 a ton, where in the 10th of April, Argus High Fob Met printed at $159 a ton, a staggering 50% drop in value. If we look at the uh, north market, if we look at the uh, FOB rotterdam values between the 10th of January and the 10th of April, Rotterdam was trading at $363 a ton and on the 10th of April ended up trading at $195 a ton, almost as well a 50% drop. Since uh, a domestic market perspective, the uh, impact of the value of the hsfo and the brand is much softer than in the cargo trading markets because the uh, supply demand uh, component of the bitumen has more weight than the cargo trading and there is uh, another component which is the euro u.s dollar exchange rate that normally tends to soften the higher volatility of the Brent and the uh, HSFO. So if we look at the same period and compare Italy with northern Germany, we can see that in the 10th of January, both Italy and northern Germany uh, markets, they were selling X uh, rock at 350 euros a ton. And in the 10th of April, Italy dropped by 33% at 235, and Germany dropped only by 90%, trading at 285 euros a ton. So we can see two consequences uh, on how uh, COVID has impacted the prices. And one is that the uh, domestic markets they've been impacted uh, much less than uh, cargo trading markets, and if we uh, look at regions, the impact clearly in, in in northern markets or countries like Germany has been has been much less than in countries like Italy. Now, if we want to look at the supply angle. I would like to ask you, what do we know about refinery, run cuts and maintenance and how this may impact or offset the lack of demand?
0: Well, of course, uh, for a while, as this crisis began to take hold in Europe uh, in early to mid-March and as lockdown measures began to be imposed, uh, refiners were able to react to the uh, drop in oil, uh, oil products demand by filling up their tanks. But of course, once these limits were reached, in many cases, there was no choice but to cut refinery runs. And in some isolated cases so far, to shut refineries. The most obvious bitumen impacting example of of that, of course, was uh, Appy's decision to shut its Falconara refinery in Italy in late March. We also know that ENI has been running its Italian refineries at about 60% of capacity. Cutbacks in crude intake and refinery runs have also affected Repsol refineries in Tarragona, La Coruña, and Bilbao. Although there is no evidence yet of significant output cuts at the 1.2 million tons a year Repsol-Sepsa joint venture Assesa, uh, the joint venture's uh, bitumen-producing refinery in Tarragona, this, which has been fed with Albanian bitumen-rich Patos-Marinza crude. Up in northwest Europe, Shell's Pernis refinery refinery maintenance shutdown was brought forward uh, by several weeks to begin in mid-April, following guidelines from the Dutch authorities to protect the health and well-being of staff amidst the coronavirus outbreak. In cases like these, as also seen affecting German refineries, similarly hit by collapsing demand for motor fuels, vitamin production is, of course, also hit whether intended or not. This is uh, what we see. And on inland markets also, there have been uh, run cuts at malls, Shasha Lambota refinery in Hungary, uh, and cutbacks have also affected the NIST refinery in Pančevo in Serbia. All those factors have also helped to tighten central and southeast European vitamin supply.
1: Okay, Kevin, thank you. And what about the freight market? Any insight about where the situation is driving ship owners uh, other than driving... Driving them definitely mad.
0: (laughs) Definitely, yes. I think they have been driven mad. They're not the only ones. Uh, Ship owners and traders alike are tearing their hair out. You know, I'm probably becoming as bald as I am. And thankfully, (laughs) no one can see that on here. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it's been a very tough time for ship owners and ship brokers uh, trying to find business. Uh, There's been a roller coaster ride, really, for freight markets over the past year or so. We've gone from a massive oversupply of bitumen tanker tonnage about a year or so ago to a dramatic tightening and sharply rising freight rates in the first two months of this year, in part caused by the rising bunker costs to do with IMO 2020 and by strong spot demand in the MED, for example, as pricing concerns or ideas of which way to price bitumen uh, led many buyers to just not agree contractual uh, term deals, etc., and instead to buy on a spot basis. Uh, and then came COVID-19, uh, which has put a stop to spot requirements and uh, left numerous ships uh, lying idle, unemployed, uh, with ship owners and shipbrokers not knowing what to do. Uh, the impact of that, of course, has been a slump in freight rates. Uh, for example, on the uh, Augusta Mohamedia route, uh, Augusta Sicily to Mohammedia in Morocco, uh, uh, rates increased uh, to as much as uh, around $55 a tonne uh, at the beginning of March. Now they're back to about $35 to $40 a tonne. There was one particular case of a re- reference to even as low as a freight of $30, to 30 uh, $35 to $40 a tonne from, uh, from even from Greece to Morocco. Uh, and that compared to a peak of about $70 a tonne on that kind of route, well in february and even then uh, no buyer was found in morocco uh, to take on a delivered basis so we've seen um, yeah the ships just not not having any homes no business and on top of that uh, not just on the spot market but uh, on the on the term market uh, the time charters uh, that has also uh, gone quiet with uh, some companies like like sonatrax shipping arm hyprock Which had been looking for a tanker on time charter, as well as uh, ENI, the Italian firm. Uh, These firms had been looking on the market for time charter vessels, but they withdrew from that. And even there, there is very little uh, demand. So it's a very uh, market in in distress. So, Alfonso, um, I'd like to turn uh, to try to look ahead. Uh, One would hope to better times. How do you see the bitumen market and price outlook? For the rest of this quarter, and especially in the third quarter and into October, November, when the consuming season in many markets draws to a close?
1: Well, it seems that demand and prices could be more supported in Northern European countries than in the MED during Q2. Uh, we We see that countries like Germany or France are already consuming whether demand in Italy and Spain will start signaling during Q2 but it will still be damaged because the stocks need to be depleted further. We need as well to consider that Ramadan starts by the end of April and North Africa is stocked. This may drag the buying interest towards June and Q3. In terms of prices, what may happen is that further discounts from suppliers will not entice buyers in any case. So we could face a relative stagnation price-wise. And this will always be subject that the uh, crude markets behave uh, relatively normal if, if... Obviously, uh, they they uh, uh, they behave like yesterday when the W2I uh, uh, closed at, at discounts and negative levels. Then it's extremely difficult, extremely hard to understand where uh, the flat price of the t- bitumen will be. Uh, but if we put on the side these these uh, anomalies uh, and we look at Q3. And if the world managed to feel relatively comfortable coexisting with COVID-19, then once the stocks are more depleted, we could see an increase on demand and a recovery in price. Question is, is the market going to recover fully by Q3 and will we have a proper summer season? Well, uh, I don't think we should expect a fully recovery. Uh, we need to consider as well that the summer season pattern has been extending and displacing towards October, November in the last years. So if this pattern persists, I think Q4 may be better than Q3 in terms of demand and price support. Uh, In the long-term picture, I think we need to uh, consider the consequences that uh, uh, it may have the uh, uh, the government's budgets, which they may be uh, cut as they are uh, uh, allocating funds during 2020 in order to uh, cope with uh, COVID-19. We could see... Uh, a delayed effect in uh, in the crisis of 2009 in the bitumen market, although this crisis is completely different and the recovery should be, it's not a credit problem, so the recovery may be and should be faster.
0: Thank you, Alfonso. Thank you very much. Uh, and I think we've laid out some of the issues, some of the patterns and some of the possible developments in this very uncertain world uh, that we live in and uh, with the pricing too. Uh, Thank you, of course, for tuning in uh, to our Argus podcast. If you're interested in reading more news stories about the impacts of the coronavirus outbreak on the world economy and commodity markets, please log on to the Argus Coronavirus Hub, www.argusmedia.com forward slash coronavirus.
1: Thank you, Kevin. And if you are interested in a trial copy of the Argus Bitumen report, please go to www.argusmedia.com slash oilproducts slash Argus Bitumen. Thank you very much.